Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the F to the L to the O to the O to the G. -G. That's right. The Fancy League of Ordinary Gentlemen. What's up, guys? What's happening, yo? Yo, what up, boy? Fluke, baby! Fluke, fluke, fluke! Coming off a great weekend. That's for damn sure. The pinnacle. Mm, no, that's right. The pinnacle. The mountain was climbed once again, ladies and gentlemen, after another highly successful Flug Fest. Guys, we are back. We missed a week of potting because it was Flug Fest. Sorry. I mean, it is what it is, guys. You guys missed out. We gave you an invite and you didn't show up. So here we are. Guys, let's go around the table. We got a great pod. We have our 2022 sleeper podcast hopefully a lot of you people have not drafted yet i know this is the big draft weekend so we are going to help you out let's go around the table real quick guys the man that put flug fest together it did he did he crushed it was it was so great we had i mean it's one of the best days of the year absolutely guys you can find him on twitter at cheers here's beers ladies and gentlemen mr shane gardner <laughs> hey, I also set up a bullshit account, Ian Rappaport, but I spelled Rappaport wrong. <laughs> just, so, just so I could try to uh maneuver something with Dan. But I think I'm gonna keep on using it when I wanna uh when I'm trying to, you know, when I'm trying to set up uh, a trade to help myself out. But yeah, nice. what's up, boys? Flugfest was awesome. And oh, yeah. you know, Flugfest can kiss my ass because I mean, whatever, Flugfest was something, whatever, it was cool, but the fucking auction. Oh my God, dude. It's mm-hmm. the first live live auction I've ever done. And I'll I won't go back. I'm picking fourth in American Championship and I'm gonna hold the fucking the draft hostage. And I'm gonna say we're not co- continuing until <laughs> an auction. <laughs> I love them. I love auctions. It was amazing. It was great. It's fun. Um, yeah, it's a whole new aspect, you know. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't the same aspect. Right. Shane, do you want to go into detail about how we kind of tiered the auction draft based on the Flug Fest for everybody? Yes. So the way that we did it was there was 14 teams this year. And um if you were in last, you earned two extra bucks. If you were in first, you earned 28. 28. Yeah. So you earned two bucks for every every place extra good you finished. I didn't say that well. Uh but yeah, so the yeah the winner fluke fest ended up having two hundred and twenty eight bucks. Uh, the loser fluke fest had two hundred two. That was me. <laughs> I still don't know how you lost, but yeah, I mean, hey, we can do it. Brought in that rear. If you come in last in a bunch of shit, you're gonna lose. I have learned. <laughs> That's right. Tested yeah. a theory this year, but yeah, man, it was so much fun. It was you know I got a little stressed out towards the end just because the. Uh, just setting up the nine different events at multiple locations, you know, sometimes it, it's not exactly set up how you would like it to be, but I think everybody had a good time. And yeah, dude, it was, it was great. I mean, yeah. at any time you're taking, you know, things that either Dan Campbell, Campbell said or his last name himself into a fluke <laughs> fest uh, competition is, is a hell of a, hell of a day. We did do that. We, uh, uh-huh. We had a we bit some kneecaps and we had some Campbell's soup out there. That was fun, and uh, a couple people took the Lions to the Super Bowl. I was yeah, a couple. I think it was like a majority. I think you're right. I think it was a majority. Me, Maybe it was too easy, but I didn't want them to go over six wins. It looked like. 
Yeah, <laughs> missing the fucking pin, dude. Hey, man, you, you couldn't do anything else. Um, yeah, but hell yeah, that shit was fun. It's fun to be back with you boys. And uh, speaking of be back with you boys, I'm gonna go back down there to the uh, the mm, the uh, Gary mm, himself. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have noticed this listening to the pod, but just in my life dealing with Gary. Oh, and also Gary came through in the fucking clutch with the best fluke fest gift or uh, prize there has ever been. Gary made uh, a meme for all 14 participants so that we could do it in a way that none of us had any idea who the winner was until the very end. It was amazing. Uh, It was cool. It was so cool. I Gary. thought that was a good idea by you too, though. At least, um, you know, getting everybody's face together, being able to print it on one of the hottest images we could find out there. Oh, it was fire. Yeah, it was so, absolute fire. Congrats to the Fluke Fest champ Dude, in that Brad, regard too. Brad held it down, two times mm-hmm. Fluke champion. Oh man, mm-hmm. I hate him so much for it. I need a picture of that win. shirt. The shirt turned out perfect. I need a picture of that shirt. That shirt was awesome. That so, shirt was. Shane, do you want to tell everybody about that too? Because that was clutch. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So the front, the front, Gary came up with it. Gary was, okay. So Gary and I, one night, we're sitting there talking and we're, we're like, uh, Gary was so cool because I, I always get a very specific idea when I am doing okay. something. When you're in the zone, you definitely do. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. like, I give pointers, but if you don't want it, it's cool with me. I don't give a Yeah. And, and so, Gary's like, and I'm like, hey, can you space out the letters a little more on this? And he's like, yeah, sure, we can do it. And then he spaces it. I'm like, hey, let's not space it so much. <laughs> and Gary's, you know, list, I mean, he's being cool about the whole thing. And I'm like, dude, is this a pain in the ass? And he's like, no, nah, I mean, it's easy. I'm driving down 95. Just That's exactly what I said. I was like, I'm driving down 95 and doing this, this meme right now. <laughs> like, it's nothing, dude. Gary's taking his life into his hands for fluid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boy. So, all right, yeah, but he crushes. So let's let's throw to him next. Let's go to uh, Gary the Jack Jackowalski. Yeah, what up? Mm, good call there, Shane. Um, yeah, I had a great time too. Um, once again, another flute fest, and once again, another one that I did not win, but I got third, so I'm pretty happy with that. Good, good for you. Yeah, hell yeah. I think that's probably one of the best I got in flute, maybe. But surprisingly, too, I think that was the greatest way to do field goals. It wasn't overly too high, and it was capable for somebody like me to kick over it, too. Yeah, me too. Usually, yeah. I'm the first one out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same, dude. Like, I, I think that's the first time out. I ever got the best, the first the first uh, realm of it. But I had yeah. my best field goal competition of all Fluke Fest, and my leg hurt up until yesterday. No. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. I'm so out of shape. I'm so out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what did you do that was hurting your – Leg so much, dude. Just drilling field goals. Fucking can't nail them, boy. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you guys talked me up. It was really like you guys were very motivational. Hell yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. All that you're Dan Campbell like, we've been watching. You're like, like stop. I'm like, dude, you're drilling these things. Like, keep it going, dude. Yeah, I'm out. doing it. Now I remember. I was, I was already out, so I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because you're ready to quit. I was, you were ready to quit when it started getting like we. You went so far back, you were kind of going to the downhill, and you're like, "Nah, I'm done." I'm like, "Yeah." We were like, "Come the fuck on, bro." <laughs> yeah, I gave you a whole speech. I remember. I was like, "Hey, don't be surprised you got here. Be surprised when you fucking win." <laughs> you did. You did. You said it. It was very motivational. You got me to the next round. 
yeah. So, oh yeah. It's a it it was yeah it was such a great day. Yeah, it was. It was such a great day, and you know one one year it's gonna rain on us. It's just going to happen. I mean, fuck it. We're still going to live. We'll be all right. <laughs> we will lock down Beach House. We will just lock the doors <laughs> and barricade ourselves from the inside and just we'll play Pong. We'll figure, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Exactly. <laughs> well, also, I would like to introduce the social media ghost, Mr. 757 Bills Mafia. That's right. Mr. Tyson Cullen. What's up, dude? What up? What up, man? Things are great. Third week of the preseason. Uh, yeah, Fluke Fest was my second year in a row. Um, I didn't come in last. Uh, last year I came in the bottom four. This time I came in the bottom five. So, you know, you know, yeah, that's a steady I'm making, I'm making baby steps. Uh, I probably had the most, uh, what would, what would you call it? Just the most idiotic, um, auction bid out of anybody because, uh, I went with my heart as I always do with everything and I went Josh Allen. And I spent fifty two dollars when really he um he really was only going for thirty three, thirty four dollars, but we can thank Brandon because he kept trying to outbid me. I was like, all right, we can we can do this all night. Like, you know, I'm already in. I'm already in fifty dollars. I'm I might as well just keep going if it's gonna get to that point. You're like but, uh, Keep my quarterback's name out your mother. <laughs> I'm putting 52 down. If you want to say his name, mm-hmm. fucking go ahead. <laughs> and that's awesome. Was this Brandon got JT and Derrick Henry too, right? And Zeke. Yes. Yes. So he was he couldn't afford. Well, I mean, no, no. So no, Jonathan. No, Derrick Henry went before Josh Allen. Remember, jo- Jonathan Taylor did not go for a long time. Yeah, yeah, everybody was everybody was letting him chill. But he had already had Derrick Henry. So and then he got Jonathan Taylor after Josh Allen. But oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah, kind of a rookie mistake on my part, but that's all right. I got my quarterback. Right. Um, everybody made mistakes. So good. I got I got T. Higgins and Mark Andrews, and then the rest of my team sucks. So we're gonna see how it goes. Um but um anywho, and oh and Going to my first Bills game, you know, we always we always count how many Bills games I go to every year. <laughs> It'll probably be four at least if you count this one. So uh, it'll probably be more. But as of right now, it's only four. Um, but anywho, um, to my right, uh, my my blood, my relative, uh, going to sell me his PS4 for $50. I ain't going to lie. I'm loving that. Um, his team knocked my team out of the playoffs, and but yet he was such a gentleman about it. He could have easily been a, a jerk like the rest of the Chiefs fans were at the game that I went to. Um, and that is one Joshua T.A. Hicks. What's up, Coach? Hey, man. Thanks for the intro. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that family discount. Uh, <laughs> big, yeah, <laughs> vacation last week straight into Fluke Fest. We actually uh, cut – our vacation i wouldn't call it a day short i more or less call it hour short and i want to throw this out to everybody so (laughs) so so if you go every time i've been on like a vacation it's like either saturday to saturday or sunday to sunday and you have to be out by 10 ish right can everybody agree with me 10 11 ballpark we left the night we left the night before and let me tell you why it's great besides the fact we went to go to fluke fest don't all right, sat that day, that Saturday or that Sunday. 
is a complete waste of the day. You got to get up. You got to pack. Everybody else is leaving X location that you're at. So traffic is shit. Right? You get back. You got to unpack. It's just, it's just brutal. We left at like 6 or 6 o'clock that night. Zero traffic. Got back. Unpacked. Yeah, unpacking sucked. But it's like you just do it. You go to bed. And you have the whole day. Yeah. You did really have the whole day, though? Did you go to the beach? We went to Flug. No, but I mean, Friday, did you go to the beach? Yeah, we went to the beach. We went to the beach like we did every other day. We went to the beach till like two or three, came back, got in the pool. I packed a little bit, but wife and kids got to hang out at the pool. Same thing we did every other day. Ate dinner. And then, you know, packed. I mean, we cleaned the house. I I felt kind of bad for everybody else that, that was with us. We do, uh, we call it the family vacation because it's just all, all friends. So I feel like I kind of planted the seed because we're like, hey, we're leaving Friday night. And we didn't really like make it a big deal throughout the week. But everybody, I mean, everybody knew. And they're like, oh, that's a pretty good idea. So <laughs> lo and behold, everybody left Friday night when we did. What? Everybody did? Yeah. I'm surprised. <laughs> so it was like, it kind of worked. Cause every, so everybody, like, because, you know, the last night is usually like leftover night is what we always do. Mm-hmm. So it's like eat the leftovers. If you're not eating it, it's getting tossed. Mm. Clean, get out. Get on out. So especially with kids, I know this doesn't apply to all of our uh, listeners' demographic, but it's just it's it's smart. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good idea. If we don't give you fantasy information, I'm trying to give you some life information. People. <laughs> <laughs> so Dude, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, that's me. It's very life hack, guys. You can find me on Twitter at jhicks804. You can find Ty on Twitter at 757 Bills Mafia. Gary's on Twitter at Gars underscore Poetica, and Shane is on Twitter at Cheers Here's Beers. Find yeah. all of us collectively on Twitter at the Fluke underscore FF. Guys, check out www.theflug.com. I'm adding, working on adding a bunch of pictures and videos from Fluke Fest, so you guys can kind of see the the madness. The fun that happens. Oh, I got a video of Keller. I got we got some we got some good shit to put on. Cool. Yeah, I started a Google Drive for I well nobody the only fourteen people will know but anyways, <laughs> but anyways yeah we're, I'm work I'm working on it it's a work in progress so and then of course guys you can listen to the pod on Spotify iTunes and Podbean and on YouTube actually so <laughs> so here we are guys we're gonna do sleepers. For 2022, before we get into it, is any like big news you guys think we really need to? Uh, the Cowboys O lineman, he got hurt today. Um, Ty, help me. Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith. Thank you guys. Yes, I, uh, I that's he's that's not a fancy. Loss. He's not a fancy player, but that's a big loss for the Cowboys. Yeah, he's but although he's he hasn't been healthy all season in a long time. Uh, but when he does play, he's one of the best in the NFL. True. And, he, and he's going to be out till um, December. But the thing is, is that, you know, the Cowboys, the Cowboys have always done a great job <clears throat> scouting linemen. It's just kind of like their thing. It's kind of like them and running backs. So, um, you know, I'm sure they, they drafted the first-round guy, Tyler Smith. And I'm sure now he'll probably replace him. But we'll see how he does um, as a rookie. Um Denzel Mims requested a trade. Uh, requested a trade. 
Man, get the fuck out of here. Only viable oh, spot I see is like a Green Bay or something like that. Well, because he can't compete with Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, and who's your Elijah Moore? Mm-hmm. This is true. But he, yep. I mean, he Corey Davis that. is still there too. I mean, he'd be and good. Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios. It'd mm-hmm. be good to slide him right on over to the Bears. That's not a bad choice. Too. I like that. Uh, yep. Yep. <clears throat> he was a first um, round pick, right? No, he wasn't a first round. He's second, like second. second. I think he was a second. <coughs> yeah, second round. So, That's, uh, I can't think of anything else like super crazy, right? I can't either. Let's let's get into our sleepers. I mean, luck. I mean, we've we've been lucky that. Uh, like a, I mean, there have some players that have gotten hurt, but no, you know, no big names have gotten hurt. In a preseason that I feel like more starters have played than usual, it's been for the most part healthy. Am I, I mean, does anybody else get that sense or no? I'm with you. No, well, I agree 100%. Well, like, and Josh, you can disagree or not, but when I saw like Patrick Mahomes through 19 passes the other day, I'm kind of like, why does he need to be out there with 19 pass attempts? Josh Allen went out there, and again, it was against Denver's second defense, but he went out there and threw three passes, and then, all right, honey, you're you're done. Like, <laughs> you're good. I mean, he was out there for six plays. That was it. But Patrick Mahomes throws it 19 times. I mean, I just – I don't know. I just don't see the point of that. I don't. But that's just me, though. Get him hot. All right, well, you guys ready to jump in our sleepers? We got, we got a we got a good batch of guys, and I think we talked about it a little bit before the pod started. And everybody that's been named that we've named is it's good justification. So I'm excited for this. Ty, you want to go ahead with your first guy? Yeah, um, Shane will love this. Uh, it is a Ma Ross St. Brown of the Dan Campbell Detroit Lions, aka mm-hmm. Motor City Dan Campbell. Um, he had 90 catches for 912 yards and five touchdowns. There's only two receivers of rookies that had more yards than him. That was Jalen Waddle and Jamar Chase. He had more catches than Jamar Chase. He had more catches than Kyle Pitts. Great, great players of last year's draft. He had more touchdowns than, than Kyle Pitts, which that wasn't hard to do. But he also had more catches and more yards than Elijah Moore. And we all know that. Like Gary and a lot of people, a lot of people love Elijah Moore, but Amar Rossi Brown was a very underrated player for the Detroit Lions. I think Shane would agree with that. No doubt. Um, and let's be honest, this offseason, all we heard about was DJ Chart and Jameson Williams. Jameson Williams, great talent. 1,500 yards, 79 yards, 15 touchdowns. But let's be honest, he's going to miss at least the first four games, correct? Yeah, no doubt. He's on the NFI uh, list. Okay. So, DJ Chark, he played all but four games. Or, I'm sorry, he played only four games last year with a fractured ankle. Amara St. Brown played all 17 games. And now he gets a second year with Dan Campbell. He gets a second year with the office coordinator. I, I'm, I'm failing to – oh, uh, oh, I mean, a quarterback's coach, which is Mark Brunell, who was no slouch in the NFL, let's be honest. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I know he doesn't deal with Deuce Staley, but Deuce Staley has a big part of this offense. So you're looking at a guy, DJ Chark, that is coming off a fractured ankle. Jameson Williams is going to be missing the first four games. 
And then you have like Khalif Raymond, who I actually am a fan of Khalif Raymond, but at best he's probably a number four receiver. Would you agree? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, on a normal good offense, he ought to be. Yeah, that's the problem is he wasn't last year. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, but unfortunately he's not gonna he's not gonna take away the targets that Amar Ross St. Brown is definitely not. Get. Definitely I mean, not. But, he's but again I'm going on third no, you. This is you. This is your thing. Khalif Raymond's. Khalif Raymond's going to have a hard time getting targets if things go the way that they should. And what you're right. saying about Amon Ra, I, I agree 100 percent with. He's going to be one or two on the Lions' offense, in my opinion, uh, wide receiver wise, anyway. And yeah, he's dude. I mean, towards the end of the season, I've heard this. I've never actually checked it, but the last I think nine games of the season, uh, a lot of them were without T.J. Hawkinson. So that's the critique that a lot of people give it. But I believe that he was the number two wide receiver over the last nine games of the season. Um, he was just getting fed, unreal fed, and it was working. And that's the type of quarterback that that Jared Goff is. I mean, he's over the he, – he's, he's the type of guy who's going to complete the over-the-middle passes, the passes where you would traditionally see like a Kelsey thrive. Uh, you know, a tight end threat, which that's, again, where a lot of that critique comes from. And they say, well, look, Hawkinson wasn't healthy and Hawkinson's fully healthy this year. So now what's going to happen? But Amon Ra proved something last year, without a doubt. I mean, if your eyes were open, you were watching Amon Ra St. Brown surprised you. You Yeah. Like you said, he had 90 catches. I could see this guy getting, I could see him getting 1,100, 1,200 yards. I really can. Um, Again, second year in this offense, second year with the quarterback, second year with the quarterback's coach. Um, so I can hear what the wide receivers coach. Um, I really, I see him as a sleeper only because like I said, all the off season news was about Jamison Williams and about DJ Chark. And so I, I could see this guy being the number one receiver. Obviously I think TJ Hawkinson will probably be the number one target, but I think he's the number one receiver in my eyes. So that's, that's really, that's really all I got, honestly. Well, uh, it looks like he's, <clears throat> The 28th wide receiver off the board. Do you see him being a top 20 guy? He's going 69 overall, right? Yeah. yeah 67 yes, I, overall. Yes, I could see him being top 20. Absolutely. Like, I would put him in front of Amari Cooper. I'd probably yep. put him in front of Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, I might even do Metcalf and stuff like that. But I'm trying to figure out, like, if I would put him as a top 20. But, I mean, I like the route. I mean, I definitely – with his ADP, I mean, I would probably at least put him down a little bit further. He's what sixty-seven overall, sixty-nine maybe. What Shane said, I think he's just sixty-nine. Is what I'm looking at fantasy pros. Mm-hmm. I'm taking him mm-hmm. over over Lockett, maybe not DK, but I mean, I'm like he's like if he's my wide receiver too, I'm happy. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He was my. I, he might have been my first wide receiver taken in Scott Fishbowl. Uh, he was my second. Yeah, he was my yeah yeah yeah. Because yeah, we went and Gary and I, we pretty much mirrored. We went what running back, running quarterback, back, quarterback, running back, running back, running back, running back, running back, yeah, tight end. Yeah, what and then wide receiver. Yeah, I think you went tight end. That's when I went Godwin, and then when you, you probably went Leith Raymond, and I went did the same. Or I'm sorry, not Raymond. I'm in rock. I mean, and not because Shane's here, I'm saying this, but I really like what this offense could be 
this offense could be really good. Absolutely. With the running, with the running backs they got. And I'll tell you what, and this is just a random topic, but their running back room is stacked. Like, yeah. you got all Williams, you got DeAndre Swift. They signed Justin Jackson, who I actually thought was really good for the Chargers. He just never got the touches. And the other day, I think he had like 54 yards on seven carries. Yeah, and then you got Craig. And then you got Craig Reynolds. They're fight. They're fighting for number three spot. I mean, that's. And then and then all the receivers they got again: Raymond, um, Chark, Williams, and Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds. I mean, I've never. I haven't seen this deep. deep I don't think the Lions had this deep of a wide receiver room, even when Calvin was there. If, if I'm being honest. Well, I don't know if you saw earlier, a couple hours ago, Cole Beasley said, oh, it sure would be fun to play for Dan Campbell. <laughs> oh, I baby. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. It just is amazing to be living in a time where a respectable free agent wide receiver is publicly lobbying to be on the Lions. Mm-hmm. That is not normal. That's a good yep. time. Yep. And I still, think, I still think he's got another year left in him. I really do. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is I feel like, yeah, on this wide receiver room, if he came to Detroit, I believe that he would have a hard time. Uh, I believe that he would have a hard time being wide receiver five. Like, and then there's this dude, Tom Kennedy, who every preseason game, this dude just lights out and he can't even, he can't, he can't even get time on the field. Well, he can't get FaceTime on hard knocks anyways. But every <laughs> season game, he's lights out. And he's like a lacrosse champion. He's a lacrosse player. <laughs> he's awesome. But then they also returned all five of their starting linemen. They yep. lost, didn't they lose Frank Ragnall last year for a bunch of games? And I think it was um was it Evan Brown that replaced him? And he actually didn't know. play that. I think it was Evan Brown. I think something Brown, but he even played well too. So I mean they got all five linemen. Coming back, I mean, I really like where this offense could be. I know this was a sleeper thing, but uh, getting off getting off topic. But uh, I really like where the Lions' offense could go. It's a question of whether it will go the way it can go. That was a lot. Yeah. Well, they whooped up on the Colts' ass pretty good in joint practice this week. That's still and they won the game. And they won the game. And they won the game. So yeah. Let's switch, guys. Let's keep the Lions talking. Well, I don't know if Shane has a Lion or not, but Ty, you good? Are you done with Amon Ra? Yeah. All right, Shane, let's go to – you were up next. Who you got? Okay. Josh, earlier you were giving life hacks. I'm fitting to give a draft hack. All right. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I like that face from Gary. Gary's like, hold up. All right. All right. What if I told you that there was a team last year where in half PPR, both running backs finished top 18, okay? Nothing's changed except the quarterback got better. One of them Uh is being drafted as RB11. No, excuse me. One of them is being drafted as RB17. One of them is being drafted 81 picks later as RB 98. Melvin Gordon averaged more games, more points per game last year than Javante Williams. Okay. Melvin averaged 11.1. 
Javante averaged 10.7 in half PBR. It was very close. But the thing is, everybody is ready for Javante to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody is. This is oh. very similar to A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, except people are okay to still take Aaron Jones. People aren't afraid to take Aaron Jones anymore. They still, everybody still likes Aaron, uh, A.J. Dillon, mm-hmm. but people still like Aaron Jones. Nobody wants to touch Melvin Gordon at all. And I, I don't see any major reason why, everything, why it's changed that much. Um, I think Melvin Gordon is the sleepiest of sleeping running backs. Rumble <laughs> Stiltskin. He's Snorlax. <laughs> He's fucking Snorlax, dude. You got to find a flute to wake him up. <laughs> going at 98 pick, 98 overall. I mean, he's going around. Okay, can I tell you who he's, who, what people he's going around? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or how about I tell you the running backs? Who would you rather me tell you? Let's go running backs. Yeah. Okay. All right, hang on. Let me, let me reload this bad boy right now. Okay. He's running back 37. Okay, right in front of him, you've got Ramondre, Cordero Patterson, Devin Singletary. Right behind him, you've got Pierce, Walker, James Cook, Michael Carter. I mean, so to be honest with you, there's a lot of sexy guys right here. Big, strong guys. He's going mm-hmm. after Kareem Hunt. Um, He's going after Kareem Hunt? Oh, yeah, well after Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is yeah. running back 31. I don't know how I feel about him after, you know, now that Jacoby's for sure locked in for a while. It's not a sexy name. That's the thing. But yeah. This guy has more upside. I would argue that he's got more upside than, okay. He's got way more upside than Devin Singletary. He's got more upside. I don't know. There's, it's hard to argue these guys because if Javante goes down, Melvin Gordon is instantly Top ten RB one, yeah, easy. Yeah, I mean, and the rest, and and as it is now, is if things stay remotely similar to what they were last year with a better quarterback, I mean, I mean, I'd take him over Gibson right now. What's that? I'd take him over Antonio Gibson right now. I would as well. I would as well. I I think right now his floor is RB twenty four to start the season until things change. I think they will be used. Uh, in and out. Yeah, I can see that. I know he had a small ankle injury. I don't think it was anything uh, significant, though, right? That was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I don't think it was anything major either. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, regardless of his age, I mean, he's still got it. He's still capable of getting it done, too. Yeah. So, I'm definitely yeah. – I was actually looking to give fielder bets around just for, like, that extra depth piece. Yeah. On, like, some dynasty leagues. You know, I – Maybe yeah, he's 29. Him. I mean, he's not somebody you're going to pay a lot for in Dynasty. You're not going to give up no. a second for him or something like that. You know, no. but he could be absolutely useful this year, without a doubt. It could be a night. Yeah, I mean, if you go, go the Dynasty route, he could be a decent buy right now. I mean, yeah. throw, a, throw, a, throw a third, see what happens. Just see what, you know. As long as it ain't the stingiest of the stingiest. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, we're not going to mention names. <laughs> I had a different one. I had a different one, but hey, mm-hmm. dudes, their own. <laughs> oh, that's mine, boys. No, Shane, this no, uh, that's good. I mean, this I mean, we've we've talked about this 
all off season, there's a lot of running backs that, like you said, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones like this. It's just such a tight race. Yeah. And I mean, what you said, them, I mean, those numbers, dude, that there's no reason why it shouldn't be super tight with those two guys. Yeah. There was a quote that Melvin Gordon said uh, to the media and he said, they want him to be that guy talking about the team wanting Javante to be that guy. But still, I mean, if they want him to be that guy, uh, do they want him to carry a 70% workload for 17 games? Nah, they don't. They don't. If they want him to be the guy, they want him to be the guy when it's going to count late in the season. Mm-hmm. They're going to want to spell him. They're going to want to use Melvin Gordon. not Maybe not equally, but I would say 55-65, something like that. Well, like um, – I was just going to say, I was just going to say, if, you know, Melvin Gordon's 29 years old, usually if they don't have any juice, then they're going to get rid of them. There's still juice left in Melvin Gordon. And Javante Williams, well, had a a good year, had a good rookie year. And I saw somewhere he led the league in like broken tackles. He didn't really, he didn't do, he didn't do enough to where you could put a 70 to 30 um touches for Javante you know what I'm saying like yeah. like it's pretty even I think it should be still even I think they both played you know about the same as the other one I mean one did not one did not outshine the other one dramatically so and like I said if, if Melvin Gordon didn't have any juice at 29 he wouldn't be on the team absolutely because they do have Mike Boone, and Mike Boone's actually not that bad. He's a good third third there running back. I and like he's, and Mike, he's younger. Mike Boone, not a goon. Not a goon. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. All right, Shane, that's great. Ty, let's go. You, have you guys good on Melvin? Anything else? Nah. All right, Ty, let's go back to you. You're a chock full of sleepers. Yeah, I don't know if they're they're great, but um they are. I'm gonna go. With the, I'm gonna go. Devonte Smith. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Devonte Smith. Um, all this off season again. All we heard was about AJ Brown, and rightfully so. He's six one, two twenty six. I mean, he's a prototypical wide receiver after the catch. The uh, Eagles sent the a first round pick and a third round pick for AJ Brown. But that being said. Devontae Smith, this is his second year. His offensive coordinator, this is his second year. His quarterback's coach, this is his second year. Brian Johnson was a um, was a great quarterback at University of Utah. His wide receiver's coach, Aaron Moorhead, actually played for the Indianapolis Colts. He's in his third year. And A.J. Brown has not been in this system before. So Devontae Smith already has a leg up as far as the playbook goes. Um, again, AJ Brown's a little bit bigger, a little more pricier, if if let's be honest. But Devontae Smith actually, you know, he didn't have the Jamar Chase rookie year. I mean, let's be honest, but he still had 64 catches for 916 yards and five touchdowns with a guy that only completed 58% of his passes. But now they add in A.J. Brown, which everybody goes, well, well, he's got A.J. Brown. Now he's got Dallas Goddard. I don't always see that as a negative that they bring in another stud. I just see that as defenses are going to 
rolled towards A.J. Brown's side a little more than Devontae Smith's side. And, and so, again, again, A.J. Brown, like I said, first year with the offense coordinator, first year with the wide receivers coach, first year with the quarterback. Devontae Smith, not only is this his second year in the NFL with Jalen Hurts, they also went to college together. They also played at Alabama together. So I I see I I've always been a big fan of Devontae Smith, especially after he won the Heisman and he had eighteen hundred yards and he had a hell of a national championship game, even though he missed the second half. I again like Amar Rossi Brown. This is another guy that could be in the top twenty. He could be a top twenty receiver. I'm not I can't say I did my homework and I don't know what wide receiver he is right now, but he's again could be like Amar Rossi Brown and could be in the top twenty. I like Ty. I like we're picking up again. I like, I like talking about guys. We've kind of, I know we did our division reviews, but you know, guys that haven't been mentioned a lot in the off season. Mm. Cause I mean, yeah, hundred percent. AJ Brown has been, you know, the meat and potatoes of the, the media, what's been talked about with Philly. And again, I mean, this, it was, he was a first round pick last year and, mm-hmm. and people are on hurts as like top five fantasy quarterback. Oh yes, they are on him. Yeah. So you know it's it's in in uh, Godert. I mean he's he's a top ten tight end. I mean so to make this guy a top five quarterback like everybody wants in fantasy, it, it, this thing's got to be firing all cylinders. He's got to be feeding. Yeah. Wait, so, did yeah. you hear his addiction right now? No. Uh, yeah, Devonta Smith's uh, Wawa addiction. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Honey, honey, turkey sandwich. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, he's he's trying to bulk on up, dude. Eating a little bit more, bulking up. So, that Wawa addiction, he's been telling Philly. Because, I mean, Wawa's been huge in New Jersey and Philly for, like, years before it came down, like, down the East Coast. But <clears throat> looks like he's trying to – crack. Huh? I thought you were about to say crack. <laughs> oh! What's up, man? What's up, guys? Hey, what up, oh, dude? Guess that this right. is like a surprise entrance on wrestling. Dan Webster showing up dude, on the pod. Look at Dan <laughs> with the like the trim, like manicured beard, man. Look at this. What's okay. up, baby? How was the baseball okay, sorry. game? Sorry, I cut I cut Gary off. Sorry. Oh no, I was already done. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> so your sleeper is Devonte. <laughs> yep. Dude, where have you been all our life? Working, working my life away. Oh man. Well, see, Ty's got the Orioles hat on. I'd like to see that. Oh yeah, for sure. Sixty-four and fifty-nine. What's up? Where are they in the playoffs? I got a bet. They're, they're like, three games, three games out. Oh shit! But I, I, I don't know if they're winning right now. They were winning two to one. So if they win tonight, they'll be back to two and a half games. It was two two when I looked. Wait, wait talk side up. I think they might have just came back on three two. Sorry, guys. Guys, Dan's <laughs> on the pod. Dan Webb's first time potting. His first pod since the summer. Uh, I think it might be since I don't know. It's been a long time. Well, too long. The guys you can find Dan on Twitter at d webster three four one. We missed you at Flugfest. <laughs> Yeah, I missed it too. I'm sorry. Hey, next hey, next year. Have you ever done an auction before? Oh, that sounds fun though. Live? It's so great. You have to, yeah, you gotta come back, dude. 
Dude, you gotta you gotta bring that idea. Mm-hmm. A lot of people missed out. I feel like Rod, Org, myself. They did. Dude, if we get if we get y'all back, that's eighteen. That's an eighteen team auction. Woo-wee. Let's yeah. go. God damn. Y'all do two two leagues or? Did you guys already talk about this in the pod? I don't want to throw off our listeners. <laughs> we talked about a bunch of, but we did. We ended up doing fourteen teams, one league auction draft. Okay. Nice. Yeah, auction sounds hella fun. It was great, dude. It was great, broski. It was great. You're greatly missed. Like, you're greatly missed on the pod every week. (laughs) So, yeah, sorry. No, you're good. What you got? No, I'm going to sit back and watch you guys talk for a minute. Are you going to have a sleever for the end of the pod, okay? Yeah, I got one. Okay. All right. Well, let's go to Ty. Who we just finished with? Got me all worked up, man. Ty had Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. All right, Gary. Are we done with Devontae Smith? No. No, okay, keep going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got all I'm hot done. and bothered. Dan showed up on the podcast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. All right. So my uh, sleeper for today is going to be none other than Rondell Moore. Yes. So, well, last year he was 67 in PPR. So right now he's going as wide receiver 58 off the board and overall 140. Um, so obviously we got no, uh, Deandre Hopkins. We got Kyler Murray who I substantially, who's going to probably, he's going to be able to throw over 4,000 yards this season. This should be his first time he's going to be able to throw, um, with that amount. So let's say you guys like Rondo Moore as number 58 off the board is pretty damn, I don't know. I just think he's more versatile where he's going to be able to play any kind of part of the field. It can be inside, outside. Um, sometimes they can go for like under rounds and stuff like that. But I think should, actually this is probably good to have uh, Dan here right now. Hollywood Brown, would you say he's more just an outside wide receiver? Uh, it's hard to say. <laughs> Because, I mean, he didn't really play in the middle of the field because you had, you know. I don't think he's just an outside receiver. I think he can play in the slot. I think he can play all over, to be honest. But I think the way Greg Roman utilized him wasn't very good. Right. And that's why he wanted to leave. Hmm. Well, he went from uh, him and now to Kyler Murray. So I think that's pretty good in its own right. I mean, I like Hollywood Brown. But I think this is a chance for Rondell Moore to take off because given his ADP as well. Um, I mean, he's right around the area where Russell Gage is coming off, Michael Gallup, Christian Watson even. So Jarvis Landry, I think I'd rather pick Rondell Moore and look at the high upside that he can bring. Mm -hmm. and Something like that. I'm with you guys on that upside, especially, I mean, Newt comes back. And I mean, what if they're clicking, dude? What if they're rolling? And you know, I mean, thanks for coming back, but mm-hmm. I mean, Christian doing? Kirk got a lot of looks too. I mean, he's pretty much gonna be taking Christian Kirk's role, anyway. mm-hmm. and I don't really see AJ Green playing, you know, eighty to ninety percent of the snaps. Might have to for a little while if he can stay on the field. Yeah, but I mean, 
not to step on anybody's toes if I if I'm going to do this when I say this, but I mean, I mean, Zach Ertz isn't my guy for my sleeper, but I feel like he's kind of going unnoticed to some extent, and I mean, he, he's 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 a focal point of the of the offense, and a lot of sites have him as a tight end one. I think he could be a good red zone threat for the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, if Rondale can play the slot, then he's definitely going to open up some more um, some more targets just because, yeah, A.J. can only play on the outside. And if Dan's saying that he pretty much pretty much plays on the outside, then that's their slot guy right there because you know Nuke is only going to play on the outside. Oh, yeah. So that opens up Rondale's Moore's opportunities by playing uh, in the slot. I'm with you, Garth. I'm with you. Guys, got guys. Go ahead. I also think Rondell Moore can get some carries. Mm-hmm. I'll probably do some jet sweeps with him. He's fast as hell. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Kingsbury's been talking him up a lot this offseason. Yep. All right, boys. Anything else on Rondell Moore? Nope. All right. I think Ty, you want to you want to run it back again? Yeah, sure. This one might not – I don't even know if he'll do that this well, but I'm going to say Nick westbrook Ein, if I say that name. And the reason why I say this is because I saw something today that says he's going to be the number two receiver. I don't know how right. true that is. I don't know how true that is, but, it, again, this is kind of like the Detroit Lions in a way. You got Robert Woods. Coming off a torn ACL, maybe maybe ends up being Adrian Peterson, and he ends up being better than what he was, or the ACL affects him. Then you got a rookie rookie in Traylon Burks that's still learning the playbook, and Nick Westbrook has been in the system for three years now. Again, does he look? Does he probably have the talent like Robert Woods and Traylon Burks? Eh, probably not, but he's in the system for the third year in a row. And he was actually somewhat productive as like their number four receiver. He had 476 yards and I believe four touchdowns. So again, I mean, he's got to be doing something right in, in training camp for him to be the number two with a Traylon Burks, who is what people were calling a Debo Samuel and a Robert Woods that is a veteran wide receiver and has been doing it for nine years. But I don't know. Again, I don't, I don't know if he's going to do anything, but, this is a guy that nobody's talking about, and I know it's a run-first team. I get it. Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry, but it's it says it it's got it's got to stand for something for him to get headlines as a number two receiver. So I'm interested to see I'm interested to see what he what he does with this team. Hmm. Yeah, he's a starter that nobody seems to want. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. Yeah, Traylon's playing late into the fourth quarter and stuff, too. Mm. It's not like he's taking over the wide receiver one role right now. Which is shocked, which, I mean, is almost mind-boggling. Because, I mean, guys tell me, but I've always thought as Robert Woods is more like a kind of a PPR guy. Not like mm-hmm. a – not like not, – not, not, and not a – I mean, I dive categories. Like, you have, like, a – shit. You know, you're home run hitter guys almost, you know. Yeah. And I always shy away from those guys. I guess he's more middle of the road, but. You like your, like, Jamison Crowder type guys. Jamison Crowder, yeah. 
So I don't I don't the Tennessee, Again. I mean, if it's gonna be a bright spot in the Tennessee receiving game, I mean, maybe he's it. And especially, you know, the first and 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 think of this from a dynasty aspect. He might be a free agent in your league. If you could pick him up and he has a good first three or four weeks, you could flip him. I mean, yeah. let's go. I think there's a lot hey, of don't give Shane that. any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have I I think I think in Lucha he's already picked up. But then look at look at the backups. You got Des Fitzpatrick who he's kind of flamed out. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not produced what I think people thought he was. Then you got um what was it uh Racy McGrath. So I mean you got like you got a bunch of nobodies playing behind him, nobody that really can like win this job from him. Even <clears throat> number three, if he, even if he's the number three, nobody's gonna win this job from him. Um mm-hmm. But I like I, I was really big on Kyle Phillips coming out of UCLA, and I thought he could be their slot receiver. But I haven't seen anything or read anything that says that he's going to fight for the number three spot. So again, is he going to be a top twenty receiver? No, he might not even be a top thirty or forty. But again, he's on a team that is desperate for receivers. I mean, last year they had Julio and AJ Brown, and we were all salivating over this combo. And then look what happened. Yeah. So I just, yeah. yeah. I was seeing stuff about, uh, what was the guy's, the rookie's name that you said? Burks. Cal Phillips. I was seeing stuff about him early on, but I'm not seeing anything like that anymore. No. Again, not a great team to be on as far as football, but hey, if you're a wide receiver, it's an opportunity to make the, to, to, you know, be a starter. Yeah. All right. I think that puts and, me up. And and you only, I was just going to say, and you only need to know how to uh, run a play action uh, route. So, because that's, because that's all Ryan Tannehill does. Anyways. Ooh, one trick pony. Oh, thank you. <laughs> one trick donut. <laughs> that's all I got. All right. I think that puts me up. I'm going to go. We're going. Tight end territory, which we haven't done yet tonight. And I'm going with Cole Komet. And I just think so he finished his tight end 20, tight end 21 in 2021. He played all the games. He finished ninth in targets for tight ends, right? So that I mean that's you know, that's up there. Especially with, you know, Fields didn't play all year. They had what Foles in there. Did Andy Dalton Andy Dalton start the season last year, right? I don't know if he started, but so, I and, and just a conundrum of, you know. Conundrum is a, a good a, word. a rough going for the Bears. It's probably going to be rough again, guys. I mean, I'm, I mean, a lot of people are down on this team, probably finishing bottom five in the NFL overall. So we, we can go and throw in the garbage time aspect of chucking the ball. But let's go with chucking the ball. His only competition, really, they signed a bunch of guys. They got uh, Pringle from the Chiefs. Hey, I don't think he's on anything. His only competition is is a guy, another guy that I love. I think his sleeper status is kind of blown. Darnell to the Mooney. Absolutely, too straight to the Mooney. I I absolutely love this guy. So he's that's the only really competition right now for targets. He had ninety three targets last year. He, I don't a hundred. I think is easy, easy with Fields, right? And then let's talk about so. 
um, Kyle Pitts last year, right? Just to compare. Everybody's like, he did this, he did that. He had one touchdown. Komet had zero touchdowns last year. Zero. You give him four touchdowns, so 24 points. Or if you throw in PPR, so 26 points, right? Last year, he finished in the half-point PPR league. He finished with 92.2, right? And I said he finished 21st. CJ Yazoma, he's jumping over. He's gone to the Jets. Like, nobody's, nobody's buying that. Tyler Conk- Conklin, like, no, Wall, I mean, so, yeah, Waller, Waller was hurt. Jared Cook, I don't think he's on a team anymore. Taysom Hill, I finished ahead of him. Uh, what's it? Gusecki, I mean, Gusecki's talking about being a trade target, guys. But say you say, – I'm just saying, I'm going low right now. Say you give him four touchdowns, that puts him 116 fantasy points. I mean, you're putting him – 116 puts him at number 16 overall. I like it. But I just – you got Noah Fant that finished ahead of him last year. He went to Seattle, which is just awful. I mean, I think he could finish top 10. Ty, I'm not – I think you guys – you know I love Dawson Knox, but I don't – I mean, I, I don't know. He had, he had all the touchdowns. So, I mean, Higby, I don't know. I just think – I, 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 like I said, the, just the zero touchdowns and the amount of targets he's going to get. I think 100 is easy. 120 is as a stretch, but I think it's a possibility. Oh, Allen Robinson's gone, and that whole yeah. stigma. The whole Alan, stigma that yeah, that's 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 66 targets from last year. Yeah, I mean, nope. if and even if you want to say, well, the running backs will steal targets. Montgomery got 51. Jimmy Graham was last was there last year and got. 23. I know that's not a lot, but it is what I mean. It's something. So a 90, I mean a bump. Yeah, I think 120 is again, especially with this team's gonna be down. They're gonna be chucking it. I like it. It's a good risk to take. I mean, the risk reward is pretty easy because Cole Komet's not gonna cost you a lot on draft day. No, and he's right now at, at fantasy pros. I think he's number 12 or 13. So I mean, I think if, if you want to wait on tight end. That's your guy, guys. Lock it up. I'm gonna go pick. Yeah, if it wasn't if it wasn't for the uh, touchdowns, I would actually take him over Dawson Knox. But like you said, Dawson Knox had nine touchdowns and Cole Komet had zero. I think I think Cole Komet's probably a better probably a better route runner than uh, Dawson Knox because I've never been. I'm a Bills fan, as everybody knows, but I'm not a big Dawson Knox fan when it comes to like running routes. So, um, yeah, if he, if he had more touchdowns, he'd be higher than what he was. I, I couldn't agree more. He's almost like the Miles Sanders of tight ends. Yep. So, yeah, th- yeah, I mean, I wanted – yeah, that's – I guess I just think – yeah, that, that's all I got really. But I, I think he's – he right now, I mean, I know right now he's 12-13, which is tight end one, and I know it's – not crazy hard to be a tight end one, but I think he could jump up. I don't I don't know if he can I don't know if top five is a possibility, but I definitely think him fitting in the six to ten is is pretty easy. I like uh I like him in PPR and more so than standard, just because he's probably gonna catch a couple of receptions, but I don't know how many touchdowns he's gonna get like we've been talking about. 
he wasn't really a touchdown catcher in college either. Uh, one thing that's the only thing I'm worried about. But he is going really late, so I think it's fine. And and you can uh, stack him with Justin Fields, so it's pretty nice. I've been I've been doing a couple best balls. I've been drafting Justin Fields and then Cole Komet next round right there. So you have your stack right there. Nice. I mean, you look at so Jimmy Graham had three touchdowns last year, and Jesper Horstead, who I've never heard of, had two. So there's five touchdowns for Komet right there, you know. But I definitely – and I like that stack, Dan. I mean, especially – I mean, I even started to look at uh, week one's DraftKings or handle or anything for DFS, but, that I mean, there yeah. you go right there. <laughs> yeah, probably a cheap stack. So, anyway, that's all I got. I think uh, – who's ready to jump in? Ty, you want to go again? I got one. Yeah. Go ahead, Dan. You haven't done one. All right, I'm gonna say Wandale Robinson. Ooh. Uh, I just think Kenny Galladay looks really bad in this offense, and he's been looking really slow in training camp. So I'm worried about him. And then also, Sterling Shepard's injury history—it's not very good. Darius Tony, another injured guy. He—he looks—he flashes when he plays, but I think it was just one game last year where he—I mean, he did go off, but it was just like one game then. He's a dud from the rest of the way there. I think Wandale, just looking off his college stats, he was he was a 1,300 yards receiving in his junior year. I mean, he didn't play a senior year last year. This would be his senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, he had 100, 100 receptions in college, which is pretty crazy to do, I feel mm-hmm. like. So, and in the SEC, so he's playing against good talent. Although Alabama was not one of those teams that I played, I just double checked. He did play Georgia. He had 12 receptions for 39 yards, but still 12 targets is pretty. That means that the offense is like leaning into you. Like he was their offense at Kentucky. But yeah, I like, I really, he runs like, a, I think he runs a 4 4, yeah, 4.4440. And he had a college target share of 39%, which puts him in the 99 percentile. And he had a breakout age of 18.7, which puts him in the 95th percentile. Ooh. So I like, I like that stuff. And I didn't think about this guy. The only problem is that he's got Daniel Jones thrown on the ball. Or well, okay. Rod Taylor. I thought <laughs> you were going to go there. But here's what I've been thinking about, Dan. I, I agree with you strong on this guy. And I've, I've been thinking about him. And yep. um, Brian Dable is the guy who fixed Josh Allen. Um, don't you agree, Ty? Yeah, I mean, he had a huge he had a huge part in fixing Josh Allen. And he brought in Stephon Diggs. And, I mean, if I, if I recall, he recruited him. Like, he wanted him there. Bad. And he's a twitchy – Stephon Diggs is a twitchy, good route runner. He's, he's more polished than Wandale is going to be, but Wandale is the same type of guy. He's twitchy. You know, he's that, he's that tight route runner. He's going to get there quick. He's going to be there. The ball's going to be able to get out. Um, I, I, I agree with this 100%. And I'm sorry to even have jumped in, but I, I just couldn't contain myself because I really, I agree with this big time. Yeah. Let's go, Shane. We'll take back over. I mean, I'm, that's my bad. I didn't. I, uh, I, I was pretty much finished what I was talking about. Uh, just the opportunities. There's plenty of opportunity there. They got great. Uh, like you said, they got Dayball there. So I think the offense is definitely going to be improved. Plus, they 
uh, added some offensive line pieces. So yeah. Daniel Jones is going to have more time to throw this year too. The only problem I see would be Daniel Jones. I mean, that would be the only problem. Their stats, if you compare their stats, they're very similar. Dude, there was a time when Josh Allen was doubted heavily. Ty, do you remember? The Josh Allen hate was strong. People doubted Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. And, like, Daniel Jones might not ever be that guy, but he could still be all right. Someone said Baker Mayfield was better than Josh Allen at one point. Mm. Josh Allen was – I mean, Baker Mayfield was the fucking guy at one point. Yeah. yeah no, but um, <laughs> to get off of Josh Allen, to go back to, like, Dan's um, – and this is more of a uh, office thing, but this new regime, Joe Shane, or Joe Shane and Brian Dayball, they believe in their picks, especially Joe Shane. He went, um, I guess, Dan, did he go second round or jo- somebody? Yeah, did he second, go round. second round. Yeah. Second round. They believe in their picks. So they invest heavily in their picks. It, it was one of the things that drove me crazy sometimes about the Bills, how they would just be so invested in some of these picks that even even though they suck, they, they're going to invest in Wandale Robinson because he's a second-round draft choice. Um, so that's – that's as a Bills fan, I just know that they're going to invest in Wandale Robinson. And like, and like uh, Dan said, he's looked, he's looked better than any of the other receivers. And, and not only that, Kadarius Toney didn't come, this, didn't come from this regime. Kenny Galladay didn't come from this regime. Um, Darius Slayton – Earl and Shepard. None of these guys came from this regime. So, one more thing: Wandale is going like around one, like late one hundreds. Yeah. I can't find him anymore. On the, the sleeper, he's going seventy-two out of wide receivers. So that's pretty deep. Yeah, that's late. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going one eighty-six on on. Fan- I'm looking at fantasy pros ADP. He's going 186, wide receiver 74 overall. Yeah, it's 185 on sleeper. Okay. Yeah. So def- I would, I feel like this guy's going to be at least a wide receiver two. Mm. Maybe a, a, like a high, what do you call it? <laughs> I'm thinking of the words like wide receiver, like 24, like around that area. Wide receiver two. Yeah. Yeah. Like low low end, a low end wide receiver too. I got that's what I was looking for. We need to we need to take this segment, put on the uh bowl prediction pod. I like it. I like See. it. Dan making up for pods. I love it. You find a Ma- sleeper, you go bold. Malta's asking, baby. Well, who else do they have there to catch passes? You tell me. Holiday Saquon. Holiday just looks so bad. I Saquon. Saquon's yeah. gonna catch a bunch, I think. Yeah. What he? What did I uh, put that? Uh, Dan saw it. No, Gary saw it. Saquon was on one podcast. He's like, I just want to fuck everybody up or something. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like, fuck them. That's yeah. yeah, that got to be hype. Yeah, now it's like, fuck everybody. That's what he said. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love so it. You're, so you're five, he's going to do it. Saquon, I mean. That's good. Dude. He's not. He, I have one draft left. He's not following to me. Following to me so. Is a beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink to that. Can I say that? <laughs> All right, hey, can I get in here? Get in. Get in, Saquon. All right, look. Get in, Baquan. <laughs> okay. All right, there's um, there's these two receivers. Okay. I don't want to give it away too soon. 
Okay. How do you guys feel about Jalen Waddle? Pretty high on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's a free, he's a wide receiver too for sure. But his team added an alpha. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you feel about him? I mean, I would have had him top twelve if they didn't. <clears throat> but now he's like mid to low end wide wide receiver too. So Jalen Waddle in half PPR finished last year as the wide receiver 15. Okay. And his ADP right now is 41. A lot of people are being scared off because they added Tyreek. They added an alpha receiver. You think that's too low or too high? Um, 41 overall. Yeah. I think it's standard. That's a good, that's, that's I'd be happy with that. I mean, I think we'll put it this way. Do you want him as your wide receiver one? Um, I don't know. But this isn't that's not that's not the sleeper I'm talking about. Okay. I was just I was using Jalen Waddle to draw a parallel. Okay. Ooh, pivot, pivot game. Because there's another wide receiver. He didn't finish as wide receiver 15 like Jalen Waddle. He finished higher. And his team also added an alpha, but he is being drafted 53 picks later than Jalen Waddle. Okay. And I'm talking about the number 10 wide receiver from last year. I'm oh, talking about Hunter Renfro. Yep. Oh, okay. This, dude, this dude's yep. popping quaaludes. He's such a sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> you well cannot done. go wrong. Drafting Hunter Renfro around earlier than 94 overall. 94 is wow, that's way that's a, dude, that's sadistic. It's I agree. It's like it's like Sid in Toy Story. Uh oh, how he treats those little uh you know how he treats the toys. Mm-hmm. Sid Sadistic, yeah. That's pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> sadistic, but I see it. I see it. Sid vicious. <laughs> Gary. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Hunter Renfro is so slept upon. 94. Good night. Yeah. That's right. No, I mean, I mean, I, I get the regre- the regression with the Manning Devontae Adams, but how much though? But not that much, dude. Not that much. So I'm looking at HB. It looks like Devontae Smith is right around this area. So you're saying you would rather have Renfro than Devontae Smith? Ooh. I'd have him over Drake London, probably. All right, you still there? I just don't know that passing game. Yeah. So hang on, hang on. I lost you. Um, Dan, can you give me a couple near him? Uh, are we doing sleeper or what do you want? I'm looking yeah, at I'm, do, yeah, whatever you yeah, got. Whatever you got. Well, Fancy Bros is showing uh, Hunter Renfro is like 64 in one of these band tracks. But he's also 86 on Fancy Pros. He's going right around Rashad Bateman on here for some reason. I don't think that's I right. Nine, I got it at 94. Yeah, I don't I don't have that right. Oh shit. I got the closest one that I'm actually seeing on Sleeper is 90. Uh yeah, 90. And then Devontae Smith is 88. Hey, you guys, he's I'm seeing him as 86. <laughs> so right there. <laughs> Uh, Elijah Moore is around 89. I'm taking Renfro over Elijah Moore. 
I would take Redford all of, over all these guys. I would take Elijah Moore over those guys. I would take Renfro. He was just, I'm, I'm worried about Devontae Adams. Sure. Stealing targets. I, I know – like, I actually talked to Rodrigo about this. I think he's going to still be good. I just don't like where he's getting drafted right now for Devontae Adams. He's going, like, round one. And I'm, I just don't think he's going to have that kind of ceiling that he did in Green Bay. I just don't think Derek Carr is as good as Aaron Rodgers. Agreed. I mean, who does? Yeah. <laughs> who does? And, okay. I mean, I don't know, not to swerve. I mean, are you guys – how far down do you guys have Waller? Do you still have him as a top five? No. I have him as five in my rankings. I mean, um, definitely – Sorry. Go ahead, Todd. Go ahead, Todd. No, I was just going to say definitely top 10. That, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I, I worry about Waller's injuries because he's already, like, missed a bunch of time in camp right now. Mm-hmm. He's only practiced one time. We know that's, how good he is. One time, that's bad. Mm. So he's probably yeah. getting, like, a – he's probably getting the senior discount. Well, <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> they probably just give him some time off, yeah. Yeah. But he missed a, I think he missed a couple of games last year too, like a bunch of games. Yeah, like three missed, or four. Yeah. I think he missed. I think he only played in eleven. Okay. Well, my numbers are way off, but the point stands. <laughs> I get no. I, I yeah. I think there's definitely some. There's some room, and especially when you're. P, I mean, I don't know what who doesn't play the PPR league anymore, but a bunch of jabrons. Think uh, that's. That's a steep cliff. Yeah. So, and and and, and Aaron Derek Carr is not Aaron Rodgers, and I think we all agree on that. Yeah. But he's still, I yeah. mean, fantasy wise, he's a, he's usually a QB one. Yeah, but I still think Renfro. He had like nine hundred yards, I think. I still think he'll put up similar stacks because I mean, after Waller, Adams, and Renfro, who are they going to? Matt Collins, who I did just pick up a couple of leagues. But he's their number three receiver. And then you got Keelan Cole. And then, I mean, is Josh Jacobs really going to be? Yeah, Waller's their number three receiver. Right. But like I said, after those three, Waller, Adams, Renfro, I mean, who are you going to? Yeah, Zay Jones is gone. Brian Edwards is gone. That's 140 targets available. And Josh Jacobs is not a – nobody's going to confuse Josh Jacobs with uh, Najee Harris as far as catching the football. Correct. So. Would you rather have Brandon Ayuk or Hunter Renfro? Ayuk. Hunter, I'm a Hunter Renfro. That's my boy. Sorry. Oh, geez. Yeah, I mean – They're the same. Why, this is why these guys are getting slept on because they're not sexy. Like – Ayuk is the one that you want to pick for the upside, but you know what? For this exercise, I'm going Renfro. I'm doing it. Okay. I agree. And maybe I'm going to draft in, in two days. Oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm going to remember these lessons when I draft. <laughs> Can't well, wait. If you go with um, Ayuk, he looks good in practice, but how many targets is just or Trey Lance going to be able yep. to throw to compared to somebody like Derek Carr? Who's thrown over six hundred times last season? Is that right? Yep. You, you're Brandon Ayuk is in a run-first offense with a quarterback <laughs> is in his first year, and quite frankly, 
Trey Lance has only played one year of college football. Derek Carr threw 626 times last season. Yep. Trey Lance, I don't think, has even thrown over 25 in any of the games he started last season. I mean, there's yeah. that. Good luck, Cards. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. All right, guys, let's jump. Ty, I think you had one more guy. Yeah, I, got, I have one more guy, and I was going to be a homer, and I was going to say Khalil Shakur, but it wouldn't have made any sense. I'm just a big fan of Khalil Shakur. Um, get, it, get it out. Get it out. Let's hear it. No, 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 no. I'm going to switch mine. Um, I'm going to go Nico Collins of the Houston Texans. Um, I know. I know. I just said the bad word. I said Houston Texans. Um, <laughs> but the reality is, is that listen, there's only one true target on the Houston Texans, and that's Brandon Cooks. And Brandon Cooks gets basically under undervalued. Has always been undervalued, and he's had six one thousand yard seasons in eight years, and he's never made a Pro Bowl. That being said. There's no other there's no other real true target. And Nico Collins will probably win the number two job. In fact, I'm about certain he will. The other day, which was preseason, he had four catches for 48 yards against the Rams. Again, probably against the second team Rams defense. <coughs> but they already said that he was turning heads in training camp. Um, and you guys know how I feel, or at least Gary and Josh know how I feel about Davis Mills. He's not He's not a sexy pick as far as like drafting a quarterback, but quite frankly, Davis Mills was the second best quarterback last year as far as rookies go. The only the only rookie quarterback that was better than him was Mac Jones. He was better than Justin Fields. I know everybody loves Justin Fields. He runs around like Josh Allen does, but he was better than Justin Fields. He was better than Zach Wilson. He was better than Trevor Lawrence, or whoever other rookie quarterback you can think of. Um, and now Davis Mills is in his second year in this offense, and Nico Collins is in his second year in this offense. Um, and like I said, they, they, the chemistry is on. The chemistry has been there this entire training camp. They need, they need, let alone a third target. They need a second target to take off all the pressure off of Brandon Cook. So Nico Collins, I think, is that guy. And they have no tight ends. They don't have tight ends that can threaten targets. And like I said, as far as the other receivers go, you got Chris Conley, who who Hicks knows from the Chiefs. They got Chris Moore, who nobody's ever heard of, probably. Philip Dorsett, who was a bust, and then all a bunch of other guys. So, yeah, I see Nico Collins. What about Brevin Jordan? Yeah, no, uh, I was a big fan, but he's. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, he's young. He's, what is he, like 23, 24? Yeah, he's in his second year like Nico Collins. But, I mean, Nico Collins has shown the ability to produce, or at least I mean, last year. I feel like it usually takes uh, tight ends a, a little bit longer to break out than it does for wide receivers. But I do I do like Nico Collins. I'm not trying to get away from that. I'm just trying to Probably. get off the Brevin Jordan hate. But I, I think he's going to be something good this year, too. Like I said, this this offense is desperate for <clears throat> playmakers, and why not it be Nico Collins? Like I said, when you only have one real playmaker at the moment. Well, Damian Pierce. I know 
change big on Damian Pierce and he looks great, but I don't know if he catches the football that much. <clears throat> I think he can catch all right. I gotta throw in there real quick. Chris Conley. Uh you know he set the combine record for the standing high jump. Hmm. That really helped out in his career. <laughs> really helped the conversation too, but it was forty five inches. Continue, carry on. Hey, carry on. Johnson. <laughs> on that note. I'm I think good. does anybody have any other sleepers? Did you guys talk about Damian Pierce? Is he a sleeper? No, he is. He's, he's building momentum. But, Dan, you know, you haven't been here long on the pod in a while, so, so jump in. Let's go. Uh, all right. Uh, he might not even be a sleeper anymore. He might be overdrafted. Yeah, get bold, Dan. Give me a bold. I want to say guys like uh, David Njoku, he's got a – there's nobody there. Like, I feel like there's Amari – but also, I don't know. That offense is going to suck this year until Deshaun gets there. But uh, Jamal Williams, he's going around the same ADP. I think he's going to be a thorn in DeAndre Swift's side the whole year unless he gets an injury. I think he's a great, like, flex play this year, and he's going so late. Remember the first, like, I think he had, like, a 25-point game in the first week. He got – Shane, you probably know about this more than I would, since you're a Lions fan. <laughs> I don't remember which weeks he went off, um, but I remember I, I had him in a league, and the hard thing about Jamal was, unlike Melvin Gordon, who I brought up earlier, he wasn't consistently productive. Like, he would have dumpers sometimes. But it might change this year. I just think he's going to affect uh, – well, I guess this is probably like an anti-DeAndre Swift take, but I feel like he's going to be a thorn in his side, and I don't think DeAndre Swift is going to be as good as people are drafting him right now. Yeah, Swift is never going to be like a 70% carry guy. He's going to get the high-value touches, I think, and he's going to be the one who's catching the passes, but they don't want Swift touching the ball that much. They want him to get breaks. You see, well, the, you saw the running back. You watch Art Knox. The guy was like, I want you to be the best running back in the league. Like, yeah. What's his name? Deuce? Deuce Staley. Deuce 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 Staley. Man. Yeah. Well, uh, Jamal, Jamal Williams, I mean, he's too talented of a player to keep on the bench. You yeah, know, it's like bad. the it's like the A.J. Dillons. It's like the Kareem Hunts. It's the Alexander Madisons, like, or the Melvin Gordons. Yeah. He's too talented. It's, he's too talented of a guy. To keep on the bench, you can run the football, you can catch the football. Like, you know, he's just a good football player, and he was a yeah. he he was he was good in Green Bay. Yeah, he was. Even though Aaron was the guy, he was he was a good player in Green Bay. So he's too good of a player to keep on the bench, or at least for this offense to be successful, he needs to be on the field. Like you said, about sixty to forty, I guess. I just see you. I see you, guy. Uh, how about Christian Kirk? Ooh, I like that one. I like that. It might, be, be, it might start to be too late. Yeah, he's going as the 107 on Sleeper right now. Oh, that's such a great value. That's such a great call. So that's my guy. Obviously, he's – I don't know. Do I need to say stuff on him? He's going to do a new offense with Trevor Lawrence. He's probably the wide receiver one there now. I would agree. 
without oh, he is. Yeah, um, he is. Definitely going to be a PPR asset. Yes. Uh, more than a standard league, but yeah. I don't know what else to say, but do, yeah, that's not a guy. Do you guys, I mean, so the, I'm playing devil's advocate here. The Jags, there's a, I mean, that last year was a whole wash because Urban Meyer just fucked everything. But you have Christian Kirk now, LaVisca, who's, who no, nobody's talked about all year. He's nothing. He's you got, you get, you, Shane, you got Marv. You got Marv. You got Zay Jones. You got you Zay got, Jones. Uh, I mean, it, it, and you got Evan Ingram. Laquan Treadwell. You got, and you yeah. got ETN, who's a pass catching back, dude. So, I mean, Rob, I mean, I already said Robinson could be back too. Yeah, he's looking exactly. good. He's looking exactly. Good, I mean, this could be a mouth to feed situation if, if they get rolling. If that's that the case, all Trevor all? Lawrence is getting underdrafted right now. Yep. They gave Trevor Lawrence a lot more to work with than, say, like Justin Fields got with the Bears. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and it didn't I'm, take much. I know I know. we have a few people that love Justin Fields on here, but they did not give him anything to work with. At least Jacksonville, they spent a lot of money, but they at least gave him some, something to work with. They may all suck, but they made the effort to give – and that's what you got to do. You got to give these guys – you got to give them viable options instead of going, all right, Justin, go do something. I like Bayless Jones. I'm not gonna... I, I do like him. I know he's an old prospect, but I like him. Who? Bayless Jones. They drafted, he's like a 25-year-old draft pick that they had this year. But, I mean, that's that's all they did, though, really. Well, pro- Byron Pringle. and I was uh, excited I about Pringle. It wouldn't be surprising if Pringle comes back around and be something. Yeah, I mean, I'll be surprised if Jones doesn't take Pringle's spot. I could be too. I just never saw anything out of Pringle besides that he was playing with Mahomes. That's, I mean, and and I see that, yeah. and I see that now. And look at Demarcus Robinson. He went to the, he left the Chiefs, went to the Raiders, and already got cut. Yeah, I'm not excited. He's on the Ravens now. I'm not excited about him yeah. at all. That's your boy. Nah, he ain't. Now it's your boy. Now he's your boy. You're welcome. I'm stuck with him. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, boys. Any other keepers tonight? I know we kind we kind of went through a, went through a, a plethora. I got one more thing to say. Let's go. I missed the bold episode. Oh. So here it is. <laughs> Kyle Pitts should be drafted in round two. Oh Thanks. come on! I love that. He's tight end one. I love it. He should be drafted in round two. How many, how many targets? How many receptions? Uh, Kyle Pitts will get something like 150 targets this year. Good night. I mean, he, he went over 1,000 yards last year. He just had he had zero touchdowns. Same thing I He'll said about Kmet earlier. He'll get his touchdowns. I think he had one in London. He had one touchdown. And here's the thing. If Drake London can pull a little bit of pressure away, ooh, good. I like that. Yeah, I like that. But the only problem is the quarterback. That's okay, dude. It looks like Ritter might be all right. Ritter's showing, showing something, but dude, um, Mariota will be all right. He'll be good enough. He had 110 <laughs> last year. Who, Kyle Pitts? Tar- targets. You have Russell Gage is now gone. He frees up 94. It, dude, it's going to be, I'm, I'm for real thinking it's going to be like 150. That's, 
Whew. I mean, I'm let's go, but he's, I mean, he is a, he is a, he's out. should be drafting in round two. This is your chance. This is your chance to get like back in the day, Gronk. Ridley's gone too. That's 52 targets. Yeah. You'd rather have him than DeAndre Swift. Yep. How early are we? How early are we talking about the second round? Um, I mean, I'm. I would hate to do it. Pick thirteen. If you're at the turn, I would hate to do it. But you're going to miss him if you don't get him there. I think he's been falling into the third round. Yeah, I mean, I, if I'm at the turn, I'm doing it. At the one-two turn. Yep. Of a twelve-team league. Yep. So I mean, you'd rather have him than Stefan Diggs, Swift, yeah. Chubb. Yes. Kamara, Barkley, Aaron yeah. Jones. Yeah. I mean, if we're Hold on. If we're going to talk about that, we need to talk about how much tight end, like the, the elite tight ends are more valuable than like some of these elite wide receivers and running backs too. Well, he's going to be like an elite wide receiver. I, I agree. But, but he's playing in your tight end position too, which is another important factor too. So what I would do if I'm getting him, if I'm getting him at the turn, I'm going, I'm going running back and then getting hits. And then I'm going running back with my next two picks. And then all of these, like, round five to six to seven wide receivers that I still love, um, that's where I'm going to fill backfill those guys, like Thielen. Um, I don't know how far um, Darnell Mooney is falling, but guys like that. He's around fifth round. Yeah. I think that's the way to do that. Get you four good ones, maybe five good ones that you like, and then just backfill with running back the rest of them. Be the last I like, one. You're I'm, I'm, I like what you're saying. I, I, I do. I mean, let's go back to Damon Pierce. I feel like there is more running back depth this year. I mean, look at the Patriots. I mean, I know everybody's hot on Stevenson. Yeah. But you, but Damian Harris is still. I'm not, I'm not forgetting about Damian Harris. I, I mean, I'd rather have him. In a, a redraft league out of the two of them, I'm taking Damian Harris. Mm-hmm. I think I'm worried about Damian Harris because of his touchdowns last year. Mm. It's like James yeah, Conner. He had like 15, 18, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I think that's definitely going down this year. They had a quarterback yeah. once in time that had 26. Yeah, it's about to be Ramondre. <laughs> Maybe. Could be. Or Tom Montgomery. <laughs> Good night, Dan. That ain't it. That ain't hey, it. Fun fact: Ty Montgomery is still a wide receiver on uh, underdog. If you want to draft him in the 18th round, <laughs> honey, I'm good. 18th round? That's some good value for him. If if he's a running back, he's going to be the James. He's going to play the James White role this year. So, I I kind of agree. We'll see. Bill Belichick's crazy. like crazy to think. All right, boys. I think that's that's all, that's all our sleepers. We got that so. bold. We gave him some good ones. Got that bold. All right, guys. Let's get you guys ready to get out of here. Yeah. One more. Yeah, one more draft. One more draft for uh, three out I of the five bold. of us here. Hey, I got bold prediction. Let's, oh. Gabe Davis, top twenty wide receiver. Boo, boo. Top twenty. He is being drafted as top twenty. Top twenty. More than that. Top 20. Dude, Gabe Davis is- I need like a top five or something if you're going to go that bold with him. Don't you think he just benefited from Diggs? So, what's your point? I guess he has Diggs all year, doesn't he? 
Anyway, that's all I got. <laughs> all right, boys. Let's get out of here. This was great. Can't wait for next week's pod. Probably my favorite pod of the year. The 2022 Haters Ball. Galladay's <laughs> 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 not on that list. I don't want to listen. Well, you have, you have to the show up again. <laughs> I'm not going to be here. My maybe, pick is Galladay. My pick maybe, is Galladay. Maybe we can push it back to Friday night so you can show up. All right. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what is that? I'm gonna be out of town next weekend, actually. So don't oh, worry about me. Labor Rodrigo. Day. Labor Day. Yeah, I got a draft with Rodrigo and then. Just, just remember, you can't wear white after Labor Day. So just want to mm-hmm. put that out there. Dude, you're giving uh, fashion hacks, <laughs> life <laughs> hacks. Come on, bro. <laughs> Stick to fantasy, babe. <laughs> <sighs> I gotta win somehow, some way. Hey, here's another fashion hack. If you put a little mirror on your shoes, you can look up girl skirts. <laughs> uh, Isn't it funny how that used to be good old fashioned, uh, you know, mischievous, and now it's for sure like uh, you're going to jail. You're going to jail. You're going to jail. You'll be you will be on the news. Yeah, I still want to try it. <laughs> Shane's thoughts are his own. <laughs> I do not speak for flute. <laughs> All right, guys. I am the commish, Joshua T.A. Hicks. You can find me on Twitter at jhicks804. Find Gary on Twitter at gars underscore poetica. Find Shane on Twitter at cheers, here's beers. Dan's on Twitter at dwebster341. And you can find Ty, the social media ghost, on Twitter at 757 Bills Mafia. Guys, I hope all these sleepers help you all out hope for your drafts upcoming. Uh, draft weekend, Labor Day. We'll be back again, like I said, next week for the Haters Ball. Cannot wait to hate. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back. Everybody have a good night. <laughs>